listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Miss me with that bullshit. You're not a gang member, you're a tourist. I be blacking out, I be blacking out. Bought an 83 colors for the weekend. Got a hundred thousand, then I freaked it. I made five hundred thousand, then I freaked it. I put a Rolls Royce on my wrist, oh yeah. Fuck this baby mama, try and sneak this. I took her to my penthouse and I freaked it. I haven't made my mind up, should I keep it? I got big dog status, ain't no secret. La di da di da, slot on me now, pass me the syrup, fuck me in the car. <laughs> diddy diddy bang murder everything <laughs> bitch i'm on a roll and i put that on a game hey. hey welcome to the blackout tips podcast your host rod and karen and we're in the house on a monday mm-hmm. ready to do some podcasting ready to do some podcasting and uh for those of you that are the paying people you got a uh fear the walking dead last night real late right look i'm we love y'all I'm, I'm not gonna lie guys I'm a little bit tired today all right but i'm gonna give y'all the best show come on we, i can give we you we was up recording all after midnight <laughs> i feel like i feel like james brown or chadwick boseman right now i also recorded a show with reagan gomez i haven't put it out yet but it's our review of a quiet place and it'll be on the sport movie review feed um and that'll be out later tonight probably if not tomorrow and uh yeah that's it so we just and we were on uh leonard brothers podcast look and listen Mm -hmm. uh recapping black lightning um okay i need sleep i'm uh and i'm gonna get it we've been grinding y'all but um at any rate um thank y'all so much for uh listening uh you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic just search the black guy tips leave us five star reviews the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball a bullet ball extreme uh and today's podcast is brought to you by oh yeah i I should uh it's brought to you by adam and eve okay guys them sexy folks them sexy motherfuckers adam and eve okay uh so of course adam and eve is trying to hook us all up okay you listen to the show um you should already know but um oh wait i forgot to pick a a, a little song let's see how about uh which one of these have i not played i don't even remember these these motherfuckers who are they oh. hey. taking it way back well you know that's what i do now uh in case you got a thing for somebody or yourself Adam and Eve is trying to hook you up, right? They are promising to help you spice it up in the bedroom. And they backing up that promise. And hopefully you'll be backing it up and bringing ass to get some ass, okay? Yes! Go to adamandeve.com and you can get any item for 50% off. You just pick the item, right? I literally just used the code, like, yesterday. Um, all you gotta do is put in code TVGWT at checkout and you'll get a bunch of free shit you get free shipping and you get the big o kit which is a clip that comes with climax gel and a mini vibrator and uh they also give you a um like i said free shipping so basically you got one thing for half off and then everything is free it's crazy i know 
anyway um all you gotta do is uh pick out a new adult toy a naughty movie or anything else lingerie um all kinds of shit and uh get it at 50 percent off and then you get the free shipping plus the big o kit which includes climax gel and a mini vibrator that's just putting in tbgwt in the uh checkout box uh when it's time to check out just put tbgwt in the offer code box at checkout and uh they'll hook you up play me out now don't desert me, but girl, just hurt me with all ah. the love you can find. Oh, baby girl, my lemon drop, my lollipop, girl, candy must be your name. Mm. I'm never, I never. What happened to people that sing that way? I don't know, but that's my jam. I it's haven't like, heard that song in years. People don't sing like that at the New Jack Swing era. Oh no, like that whole. Everybody and I'm talking was, about that accent with the the candy drop like yes. like you know kind of like a cameo, cameo you know it's what I mean? like candy yeah like what happened to that, that I, don't know. Style? I, I don't know i'm here for it I, you just like they recycle everything else i don't mind that being recycled it's a good way to cover up not being able to sing too of course because it just sounds like you're talking real proper but really you just can't sing i mean not that these guys can't sing although we never heard of low-key again so maybe i'm right uh at any rate uh thank you for listening to the blackout tips guys let's get into the show there's all kinds of news to talk about um the boy who actually you know what let's start here uh, update on yesterday's story okay uh the philly starbucks manager who um called the cops on the black dudes got let go this is according to uh the daily news new york daily news so, so starbucks don't want them problems like they ain't perfect but they're somewhat social media savvy and they do know that social media can affect their bottom line and you know starbucks is kind of that place where like i said wi-fi and people type them imaginary books and they do meetings and all types of shit so you have people like your customer base isn't not that not i'm not gonna say they're not old but they're not like that really old crowd like it put like this they can use a laptop they know what the internet and wi-fi is so they're going to be somewhat social media savvy and things like that so they somewhat know their fan base and they that like i said they kind of a hippie place so people are showing up in protest and they was like oh no no you got to go yeah it's interesting because obviously um this like i well for a few reasons number one um it's interesting because i was thinking about this this morning those brothers are almost lucky and i don't mean that in a in a pejorative way but they're you know uh, you know quotes around it of course but they're almost lucky it was a starbucks correct because there's a lot of corporations that have no interest in being quote-unquote woke or any social responsibility or whatever and starbucks for as messy and sloppy as it's been i mean it's a huge uh corporation it's gonna be fucked up um they have tried to insert themselves into some positive dialogue around racial relations and shit and they've tried you know they were like we're hiring uh immigrants uh we're doing this you know they try to be like socially responsible as a corporation can be you know right you know take it with a grain of salt right and the thing about it is that uh when you talk about race and you start stepping in that arena particularly if your product and what you do isn't about that you are going to fuck up and they have uh fucked up but the thing is i think them put like this in order to find out 
because a lot of people that run these corporations ain't black or brown or mm-hmm. other other group you know lgbtq uh a lot of times they go in with good intentions and so they don't really know what to do what not to do so in order to learn what not to do you got to actually fuck up and be like oh i'm bad yeah i think you know oh what is this want to make sure business opportunity no no no, Get no the- I, I don't want to make sure you know we don't want that why are you trying to make me want something i don't want um the right person what <laughs> and when they pick up we don't care picks up oh it does oh i can't pause it i can only click stop and then it make music that's that's awesome just what we want when we go to news sites but i guess they gotta they gotta make their money somehow anyway um what i was gonna say is uh the other part of this that was interesting that i you know you never really know um what's going on with is that um i i think on social media it has started to circulate um the suspected because i don't i want i don't want to say it was confirmed right um and the reason i'm not sharing it here is because it was suspected and it wasn't confirmed and i don't want to i don't want them problems Mm -hmm. but the suspected identity of the manager right because nobody people were sharing it and everything yeah because no i don't know if that's actually the person or not it's just right i'm not saying it wasn't right but they just put information now right i mean it probably was to be honest i think so too i mean you know who was on the case Black Twitter CSI. CSI Latte Edition. Mm-hmm. Barista Edition. Come on, Barista. Um, so I don't know who <laughs> I don't know for a fact what was happening. But Dave was on the case i just know yeah i just know that you know when 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 the crew starts starts the digging the getting needs to be good you know you don't really have time to fuck around mm-hmm. so um, somebody somebody seen them on the case right like uh and then also the clock was ticking on um starbucks anyway you know because starbucks like i said they do take themselves or take this kind of shit um seriously Seriously, Um, a lot of companies wouldn't give a fuck and they kept it pushing listen nigga if this had been denny's they'll be like that's not a bug that's a feature okay (laughs) we sell a a dining experience that is negro free and uh i don't understand what y'all even upset about what's the problem you ain't had no business in here anyway right so you know starbucks actually did give a fuck anyway um philadelphia starbucks manager called the police on two black men that went viral and sparked national outrage was removed from the coffee house that was flooded with protesters monday a starbucks representative told the daily man the daily news the manager no longer works at that store but declined to identify the employee now i still feel like that answer leaves some room for okay so maybe they'll be working at a different store location because um you know people are making the argument of well if y'all don't have a policy against this then how can you fire this woman you know i've seen people kind of make that argument and they've also made the the cops uh just did what they were told to do they showed up and arrested the people uh if you won't leave the premises you're trespassing and we can arrest you and that's just what they're supposed to do they don't have a choice that's not Um, true either i call bullshit on both premises the reason and i and i don't feel like this is just me like 
being fearful and and just i i feel like it's bullshit and i think it's very logical one the from the facts of the story the woman called the police um after the men asked could they use the restroom and she said you can't use the restroom unless you buy something they sat down they were not told to leave okay they were not told to leave the the she calls the police says these two i love to hear that 911 call two men let's just leave it there for now calls them there's two men here and um they're trespassing or whatever police show up which they were never told they were trespassing they were never told they were they were never told to leave police show up and tell them they have to leave they're like i don't want to leave like i didn't do anything wrong i wasn't told to leave they were like you gotta leave the they're saying the starbucks is saying you're trespassing i'm not trespassing police put handcuffs on them arrest them detain them for eight hours now i refuse flat out refuse to believe that's the only way that could have played out and i and i don't mean it just because because according to the manager unless somebody's lying according to the manager she said she didn't want them arrested so and she didn't know they would be arrested and i believe that so if the police didn't talk to the manager about this you know this outcome then i don't understand what happened where's the communication breakdown did the police show up go straight to the black men and go get the fuck out did they not go over to the person who called them which two people what because if they didn't go over because if they didn't take that step that means you were on the phone saying these two black dudes right um because they you know they're the only black dudes in the but if you come if they call and they're like if they come over and they're like hey who is it that you want out what happened what's going on and the manager you know either lies and says i want them out of here or says you know they're trespassing or whatever i told them to leave blah 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 unless there's some type of overt lie from the manager then i think the police overreacted because the manager says i didn't want them to arrest it okay so who lying you know or if she lied and she really did say arrest them and then later on was like i didn't say any of that shit i don't know what happened right once the backlash came somebody lying you know what i mean the arrest is on tape like you see them the people being the dudes they don't get angry or whatever you know like they comply with every order the officers have you know and then they leave you know so or well they're arrested and taken out but um yeah i do feel like something went wrong here and if you're saying she's not responsible and you're saying the police aren't responsible then it has to be starbucks corporation that's responsible come on somebody responsible there's no other recourse what i do know is it is complete and utter bullshit to expect me as a citizen of the united states to have to be like well if i just go somewhere and sit down in <laughs> a in a comp you know at a place where other people who are in there are doing the same thing as me it, a lot of them do it every goddamn day right keep in mind there was a white woman who said i walked in i didn't buy anything i asked for the code to the bathroom they gave it to me right same location same time there's another white woman in there that said i was in there for an hour and a half i didn't buy shit i was just sitting nobody came over to me no one said anything now i supposed to believe that this woman this manager had no racial bias no racism no nothing she just happened to pick the two niggas other people sitting in there doing the exact same thing but it's just them two niggas that gotta go i'm supposed to believe that 
you asking me to believe that in trump's america i'm not a fool but you must be willing to be one you know what i mean like i'm not willing to be that kind of fool um the other the other thing was um the idea that nothing else could have there's no discretion nothing else could have happened on the cop side feels like bullshit to me i've watched cops they don't go by the letter of the fucking law every time they get called you know uh ask anyone who's dealt with domestic violence stalking harassment do the police come up and just say we hey our hands are tied we're sending this guy to jail tonight because we just no you know ask people have you ever been in a situation where a cop just let you go none of y'all none of y'all ever been in a situation where a cop pulled you over and went uh, we'll just slow down okay never once i'll let y'all with a warning not a formal i'm gonna write it down warning but calm you know chill out or is that only reserved for not black people you know as a polite black man that sometimes <laughs> travels in spaces and maybe i want to wait on my friend <laughs> before I, I order i now that did happen to me one time but i was in south carolina the what they call the police mm-mm, mm-mm. i got pulled over for speeding and uh and the officer was like uh he, i showed him my license and all that stuff he ran everything everything was clean and he was like uh i, I need for you to slow down i was like okay right but my point is that's discretion yes because you violated the law he could have just wrote you a a ticket and been like hey i don't have a choice my hands are tied that's bullshit they only pull that out when they want to anybody's ever watched one episode of cops and seen how they talk to white people you already all black people had to say like what the fuck cops can do this look buddy okay now i'm gonna throw this crack away but you need to get clean jim bob like we've seen those episodes and then the the next segment they pulling over a nigga for like jaywalking and he go to jail for life like we've all seen it and we all it's like a running joke for people that have watched cops like uh you look how they treat the black people look how they treat the white people well that comes from somewhere it's out of their hands when it's when it's us it just doesn't make sense to me i'm just so fucking sick i'm not mad at even what happened as much as i'm mad as the excuses you know what i mean because it could have been worse because nobody wants to hold responsibility yeah i look at cops the way i look at a fucking hornet or a wasp you know i got a healthy level of respect for the fact that they can be an asshole with impunity and there's nothing i can do about it you know what i mean i i i understand that they are like the wasp of our society like they can sting as many times they want and everybody will make excuses and have they back nobody's gonna say that motherfucker was wrong they kill if, if a cop kill if a cop would have killed both those dudes people some people in the world in america would have found a way to be like well what are they doing wrong why didn't they just leave when they said leave like you know it would have been something it would have been something it's always something and i know this is like a small slight on the scale of things but it just adds up yeah and a lot of it boils down to niggas ain't supposed to exercise their rights because that's what it boiled down to they exercised their right and was like i'm not going anywhere and that's where the problem came in with right because like any other way you ask me to either believe this woman isn't racist and she just need a chance i here's the other part i think this woman is racist and i think most black people understand this woman is definitely racially biased if not racist come on if you don't think so you're really out to lunch and i really trust i don't trust your judgment on anything else so she's probably racist to do this because she didn't do it to the white patrons she only did it to these two black dudes called the the police didn't even tell them to leave 
called the police which means rather than talk to them she wasn't even bold enough now you the manager of the whole motherfucking store you don't have the authority enough to actually go and talk to them first and and say something to them you rather hide behind and dial 911 right um then must not have must have hid and not called to talk to the cops either because the cops claim they didn't know she didn't want to arrest it and we don't have a choice blah, blah blah okay cool whatever um here's my thing if you're starbucks just fire her and take the hit right what the fuck is the point fire her she'll sue it's worth it it really is a statement that's worth it you can't buy that kind of pr she gotta go we don't want this shit in our stores you know like because you know saturday they was like oh she didn't do anything illegal and you know we don't have and then by the by monday the fucking ceo is meeting with these niggas the ceo is meeting with i think it was two black men and a lawyer and they was waiting on the third person who i assume is the accountant because i would have been like first of all um yeah because hit the paypal right because they got they're they're gonna have to pay you're gonna have to pay financially either way it goes you're gonna have to pay uh her and you're gonna have to end up paying them and you can probably probably gonna end up taking some form of a financial hit too right i would say look you gotta fire her take the hit if she sues the fuck how much fucking money could she possibly get just settle and keep it pushing you know just you gotta go man look this shit a bad look you gotta go especially if you at one of them at will states like i think pa might be one of them at will states if you in one of them at will states oh your ass can go right you know <laughs> so i would have got rid of her off grip um that that would have been that and then as far as uh and they put a policy in place you know you gotta institute something that doesn't mean you can never call the police on anybody that's right. i'm not being ridiculous no one's being ridiculous but if the level of calling the police rises to it was some black dudes what the fuck kind of shit is that why should i be okay with that as, an, as a black person in america you know i'm supposed to be okay with being detained for eight hours because it make because what it, it we just got to go along to get along right which means all my plans got canceled we had met we were going to meet with somebody that person shows up while we're getting arrested which means basically 1 a.m i literally had to spend the night have family and friends worried about me because who knows how long before they could actually reach them anytime i feel like if this person was white i know i wouldn't be talking about this shit because nothing would have happened to them nothing the officers would have came they would have explained they'd be like all right buddy and they'd have walked their ass out and went the, cop, the cops didn't say well we this is how we do we always up at the starbucks kicking people out no she was intimidated by two black men sitting sitting who, sitting while black who went bothering her what you in for dog man i was sitting in at starbucks you know so i don't know man I, I i feel like there's a lot of um a lot of double talking on this shit a lot of people acting like it's not as cut and dried it's not and it's so fucking like black and white where it's just like either she lying either she she used her discretion that seemed racist to me and the cops used no discretion pretending that hey man this is all we can do man they motherfuckers could have literally put them dudes in handcuffs walked up the street and uncuffed them and said man my bad dog this one be tripping they could have did that i'm not saying that's right but they could have done they could have done a lot of shit rather than book them make them spend eight out eight hours in jail and all this shit over something that they the cops themselves were like yeah it's some bullshit you know y'all aren't beholden to fucking starbucks y'all the cops you know i'm and i also refuse to believe in a position where you can take my fucking life 
you have the discretion to kill me with impunity that you have no discretion any other time anytime you make the decision to kill me there are people out there who are like that was the right thing to do why do i say that because a cop did it if the cop did it it must have been right well i live in a world where that shit ain't true they don't always do right by us so i don't have that fucking belief system is is it's really i don't know man it was just real i think it just struck a nerve in so many people because it could just be us right and if, it was, and if it was you if if it was you know if it was uh one of my friends if it was one of my friends children i'd feel the same fucking way i feel right now yeah and, and i know what's not right you know what right, i mean right you know how many times like i'm i'm watching people debated on social media and shit but it's the same people i've watched talk about like this time i confronted this person in this place and this time i told this person so and so and i don't tolerate this and i don't tolerate that and i'm thinking like so if the fucking employees of the establishment call the cops on you and you got arrested for doing nothing wrong but standing up for yourself you didn't do anything wrong they show up hey you gotta get out of the theater because i don't like you you talking too loud and you got an attitude these people whoa 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 these people are on some bullshit uh you you gotta get out of target because you just said so-and-so to this person well that person just called me a nigger yeah well i called the cops on your ass i'm gonna be like that's wrong you know it's wrong it's fucking wrong you can't do that to people like so i don't care whether the cops feel like they don't have a choice they always have a choice because when they make the ultimate choice and kill one of us we be like they had a choice you know you always have a fucking choice the problem is the way the system is designed cops get fired for making the choice that actually is the more humane choice mm-hmm. like the cop they got fired for not killing that dude that black dude right for trying to talk him down that motherfucker got fired he had to go you know like that's that's the problem and we accept that some of us do i don't accept that you know because i've seen it work the other way and once i see that i'm like well y'all can do that all the time now i'm just supposed to accept this shit so nah man i i I just don't feel it and uh you know people went and protested starbucks and uh somebody had a megaphone and they was like yelling i saw that picture online and there was some white dude named zach behind the counter i was like zach no he ain't had shit to do with this i I felt bad for zach he was just showing up to work right zach was like one shot or two that's all i need to know how well how would you like what type of milk you want right i don't know what that dude was yelling he was like Mm-mm. why don't you just have small medium and large motherfucker um i know <laughs> what the hell is a grande why y'all can't spell rod rod don't have two d's in it you bitch ass niggas i hate starbucks um but uh the other thing though was um i didn't know why starbucks just didn't import all the black employees today that's what i would have did i'd be like uh yeah you work on the south side uh today we are getting you an uber and you're gonna be working on uh on the west side store but with the white folks uh yes blacks only today in starbucks we are blacking this motherfucker out if they gonna be in here protesting it's gonna be a mock company i know they was like what did beyonce have a marching band somebody get hbcu here quickly right uh have them playing in the parking lot so like (laughs) right and then like with the meeting oh man i would have sold out so fast y'all y'all wouldn't even want to know me as soon as i walked in that meeting that ceo wouldn't get no words out of his mouth listen we at starbucks are very sorry for what happened i can't say just how sorry we how much 
how how sorry are we we are very very sorry i mean this is the most sorry no 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 no. how much money <laughs> like that's how my paypal is <laughs> have your person direct deposit wire ach <laughs> right. i mean we can do it any way you want to are we cash apping this what are we doing because that's how i speak my, my love language is cash okay so i'm speaking for myself i can't speak for my man he might have more principles but for me i just need the money and then i will accept that as sorry and you can walk me down from the 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 tower like donald trump did kanye west and uh <laughs> and steve harvey i'll i'll be out there shaking your hand smiling like starbucks being show being good to me Mm-mm-mm. delicious i think black coffee matters i'll sell out so fast i'll be like what happened to them the brothers went in with guns they came out with jobs i know right <laughs> also this is the best argument i've ever seen for cp time looks like i've been doing things the right way my whole life guys stop showing up early for meetings guys ain't no bonus points it ain't bonus points no it's not i like to show up 15 minutes late after everybody's arrested and be like oh what happened <laughs> they cool they would have been cool they was just all cp time man trying to beat them stereotypes Mm-mm, lean into that shit i lean all the way into it Mm-mm. and then in the protest i think one i like that they protested with like by going up there in their face rather than the hashtag boycott starbucks just online and not like actually getting and moving their feet and going and to don't them. look like they were buying to either they were just standing right. full of fooling up their lobby so that means that the people that normally would have came but like, oh you know what i won't be going so they they losing money either way because you got people yeah they shut the store that makes sense because you got people standing in your lobby then you got the the poor people in the drive-through and they probably can't get their shit now my question is this though how come the cops weren't called i mean being that we have no choice and there's no discretion involved and you, this is what you just have to do uh, why how come y'all ain't have to call the cops it's almost as if it's a bullshit reason to call the police because these people must have been much more disruptive than them brothers and they damn sure wasn't buying nothing they was just minding they business waiting on somebody these motherfuckers made y'all lock the goddamn doors and lose money that ain't the same like had y'all already used your one call the police on some black people call at this location so it was too early to recharge it and call back i mean i mean come on if you had to do it again was it worth it right you know it's just weird man it's, it's people the people get more mad at fucking the starbucks people spelling their name wrong than they got mad at this shit you spelled my name wrong all goddamn day treat me right yeah it's just wild man so but uh yeah they shut it down this person that they said that uh the spokeswoman told that the person left the company but later clarified that it was that specific location while there's an internal review pending uh demonstrators uh poured into the starbucks in philadelphia for the second day in a row shouting down executives who tried to engage the crowd and the store was reportedly closed by monday afternoon yeah reggie brought up a good point yeah that ceo was off somewhere playing golf and to me he was doing something fabulous and he had to cancel his plan somewhere in tokyo Mm -hmm. and come back to united states for this bullshit oh yeah some put like this somebody got to pay yeah it's about two dozen protesters uh, they were chanting starbucks coffee is anti-black 
um a pair of philadelphia police officers cuffed two men last thursday yeah this thing happened fast too thursday it's only monday right because the particular people that are actually customers are tech savvy this ain't your grandma so Mm -hmm. you know they got each other got each other dm part of a facebook group and all that shit and everybody coordinated and showed their asses up yeah one protester said we know that you don't have the power to change everything you're just a figurehead that's what they said to the executives that were that were there and said uh but we're going to get to those in power and we're going to make sure we shut you down uh we apologize for the inconvenience said a sign on the store after they did close at 1 p.m um so they was trying to get through lunch they was like what you ain't gonna do is get and some of them folks took the day off so they were like you know i i got all damn day Mm -hmm. the black police commissioner richard ross sort of softened his stance after initially sounding like you know they did nothing wrong just you know i know racism and this ain't it you know i can tell you that the police officer did not want to make an arrest in that incident the whole thing we just wish it didn't happen yeah which of the six police officers are you talking about y'all showed up with six police officers for two dudes that were sitting excuse me here's the thing unless someone comes forward and something more than i know i didn't appear that they did anything wrong at all said the commissioner in fact they were really trying not to make an arrest in this case uh talking you about the cops six yeah mm-hmm. you planned on what did you plan on happening right mm-hmm. uh so yeah they shut down the um they shut down the actual starbucks that day or whatever uh we don't want this starbucks to make any money that's our goal said abdul ali muhammad uh of the black and brown workers collective outside the store Camille Hines, the Starbucks regional vice president, tried in vain to speak, but was drowned out by demonstrators. The men whose identities have been haven't been released were later released by the district attorney's office because of a lack of evidence. Yeah, trespassing. Wow, how I'm trespassing, not having been informed, I'm not supposed to be there. It's so ridiculous. Somebody lying. It just the idea of, of this being okay. I'm never gonna be okay, and I'm always gonna look into more than just what the fuck the police say about some shit or more you know it's just ridiculous yeah and you probably a lot of those protesters were white that's a lot of one reason why the officers wouldn't call up and there and shit like that and also they're business savvy they was like oh you regional manager we don't give a fuck about you you're just over the eight stores in this area you have no power right um let's see um Beyonce follows her Coachella triumph by announcing scholarships for historically black colleges and universities. That's what I'm talking about. Your fave could never. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monday morning, she said, uh, on Monday morning, she, um, uh, she, let me see, da, 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 da. through the Be Good initiative, the singer announced that four schools to receive the newly established Homecoming Scholars Award program for the 2018-2019 academic year universities xavier wilberforce tuskegee and bethune cookman come on bethune they're all historically black colleges um and uh yeah i think the total is like a hundred thousand dollars um the announcement ties in with her performance uh, on multiple levels she was accompanied by 150 plus performers most if not all whom were people of color many of those performers were part of a marching band majorettes in a drum line styled on those from black colleges and universities and she and her performers often wore collegiate type outfits bearing greek letters beta delta kappa her initials 
with the delta referencing her favorite her favorite number four uh and the set was loaded with the references and quotes from black history ranging from excerpts from malcolm x speech quote from nina simone song lilac wine yeah of course the chimamanda joint um and she pointed uh pointedly thanked coachella for making her the first black woman to headline a festival the festival before adding sardonically ain't that about a bitch um so yeah that's dope she's mm-hmm. that's my you know number of respect for my president uh, what and she was like uh yeah while i was taking the time out to have my babies i was having this dream and this is what i wanted and she probably dreamed this whole thing up and her paraphernalia is about to sail off the chain it's gonna be a lot of people on that uh uh bay five bay line she's also so thorough because like the wokes tm um you know like the just motherfuckers that don't never be happy on twitter always got some type of way to look at something that is that makes it just so negative and so bad and that's kind of like their whole specialty even like the wokes i'm sure were gonna be like and i think she beat them to the punch well she ain't getting no money these hbcus but she capitalizing out the hbcu aesthetic that's how she using y'all you know that kind of shit um and before they even could fucking get the words out their mouth it's like blah here's some thank y'all you know what i mean so anyway meanwhile what have you done for anybody hbcu or otherwise nothing okay um all right so um i thought this was interesting homeland security wants to monitor journalists um bloggers and influencers Mm, all that is trump shit because he must be a fucking dictator they intend to list and track hundreds of thousands of news outlets journalists bloggers and influencers and traditional new media alike it's a plan to analyze targets sentiment to monitor any and all coverage of select news stories and possibly share data with federal state local tribal and private partners yeah so they can put people on terrorist watch list right um anybody don't agree with trump here's the thing i'll 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 say um simone sanders was recently like detained at the airport she said she was violently arrested um they the police claimed she had an outburst or something like that and that's why she was arrested but just you know a person that definitely is not a friend of this administration uh and also sean king was detained just yesterday i believe um at their at you know they're free or whatever but just you know stop question about what they do for a living all this type of shit right because your name um i'm not saying that these two things are 100 percent related i don't know and, not, and none of us really know and i also know a lot of people don't see it for sean king or simone sanders and for various political reasons and all this kind of shit that i don't really care about but if they're just the canaries in the coal mine and they hemming up people you know especially journalists who's in a lot of cases your ability to travel is the kind of the job right to get there to be there to do shit and if they're just like the first of what will be more and especially in that last category influencers what the fuck is that right what is that because i bet you it's some black identity extremists on that influencer list i guarantee that you know some 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 activists that y'all might know might be on that fucking list you know yeah, they definitely start, mm-hmm. i say yeah and people are gonna start traveling and it's gonna be harder to travel that's what they're trying to do yeah not just that that's that's if they just stop with that right but i don't you know or they try to catch you dirty with something like oh they got weed or something or whatever i don't trust this the people running this 
government i obviously don't trust at yeah. this juncture no uh less so than than ever but um just the fact that um this could be the start of something i hope it's not and i hope i'm just overreacting and i'm tripping and uh and and i'm being paranoid and really they quote unquote had some reasonable reason to pull both of these people to the side but i really hope um that i'm wrong because the alternative is there's some list out there where they just decide um which journalist i mean attack on free press is like a fucking like um it, i don't know it's just like a, a very um important part a key crucial part of like a dictatorship or that type of government Come where it's on. like oh these people are enemies of us you know you see the people on twitter like those the deplorables and shit that who they attack all the time it's always the msnbc host and shit like it's always the black people always the activists and shit every time like someone like deray retweets me or something it's all this vitriol in my mentions a lot of times and it's always like damn these motherfuckers hate him so much they just follow him all day even the people he retweets they just harass like right you know it's scary to think about the level of vitriol that's out there and then on top of that your government is talking about um yeah so we gonna be monitoring these motherfuckers and putting them on a list because we don't know who's what oh they already on the list before they even made this announcement mm-hmm. they've been following a lot of them prior to this tapping their phones doing all kinds of shit to them yeah so i don't know man that's um you know I, not to get like i said i'm not trying to get too hysterical about it but it just reminded me of some mccarthy shit man or some like we got this list of people that's persona non grata because we fucking decided and we you know they didn't even really say what the fuck influence they supposed to have what things they're supposed to be doing we know they're already monitoring social media and all that shit but then this idea of some fucking executable list i don't like it's just and the fact that they would telegraph it also said something it's a message to a lot of people yeah it is so i hope this is not what it is i hope i hope i'm wrong but i don't know them getting kind of pulled over back to back in the next couple of days just kind of reminded me of like so motherfuckers now they got motherfuckers going to the airport like i hope today's not the day i get arrested for some you know just for being who the fuck i am and telling the truth or right. covering stories that people might this administration doesn't want covered right you know i hope that's not what it is you know right and it's the same tactic that's been used for years as right. far as we don't like what you're doing we don't like you telling the truth we don't like you informing people we don't like you getting information out there trying to make people change their minds we don't want you educating the public mm-hmm. you know we don't want you doing these things because this is counter us having control and that's what a lot of this boils down to control and the thing is americans in general are so stupid we constantly look at other countries like oh look at how y'all government treat y'all motherfucker they trying to do this here they trying to do the same shit here too it's a slower process mm-hmm. but they are slowly stripping away rights and people people act like that shit ain't real right um the boy who came back from heaven um wants his day in court now did we go with this story did we we did i don't think so oh okay no okay on november 14 2004 six-year-old boy named alex malarkey 
uh drove home with his father kevin in rural ohio a left turn nearly took his life it did take it did technically take his head he turned kevin turned the car it collided with another vehicle the boy's skull became completely detached from his spinal cord but alex did not die and that's the central fact behind a long-running controversy that has now led to a lawsuit two months after the crash alex emerged from a coma a quadriplegic the injured boy also began telling family and friends about traveling to heaven and meeting jesus and satan in july 10 2010 uh kevin and alex malarkey penned an account of the boy's religious experience the boy who came back from heaven i think we did cover this story it's been a while ago we covered it uh the initial story are you talking about because uh this article i'm reading is april 11th okay well we covered a story similar to it and i think they were saying that the parents may have coaxed him Mm, well maybe they were accused or suspected of it but he didn't the boy hadn't said nothing about it okay until now um the book was published by tyndale house a heavyweight in the world of christian books it went on to repeated reportedly moved more than a million copies and spent months on the new york times bestseller list the book was part of a bumper crop of similarly geared narratives tales of near-death experiences and brushes with the almighty published uh by religious imprints then it all fell apart january 2015 alex now paralyzed on the neck admitted he fabricated the story so maybe that's what that's what you remember mm-hmm. okay well now you want to go to court about it he said i did not die in a blog post i did not go to heaven i said i went to heaven because i thought it would get me attention mm. uh the admission created a firestorm with the world of, within the world of evangelical faith and christian publishing uh publishing the controversy was arrived this week when alex now 20 years old and living off social security filed a lawsuit against tyndale house in illinois dupage county where the publisher is uh located the complaint alleges kevin malarkey now deceased was the main actor behind the fabrication well, his dad did kevin malarkey concocted a story during the time alex was in a coma he had gone to heaven communicated with father with god the father jesus angels and the devil and then returned the complaint says uh kevin malarkey sold a concocted story allegedly about alex's life and what alex allegedly experienced to one of the largest christian publishers in the country but tyndale has also never paid alex for a story the lawsuit alleges oh how are you a christian organ wow Woo! when reached for comment tyndale house representative told the washington post the publisher had just learned of the lawsuit tuesday and planned to release a response on wednesday after the publication of the boy who came back from heaven behind the scenes of the tremendous success alex's distaste for the project was building according to the 2015 report alex's mother beth began posting on a personal blog now taken down about the inaccuracies of the book since 2011 the paper also cited emails showing the family had also uh told the publisher alex's name and identity are being used against his wishes how can you this be going on beth wrote great question how did it get this far another great question uh washington post reporter are saying at the time uh following alex's january 15 uh uh blog post for canon his story tyndale house decided to take the book and related uh ancillary ancillary products out of print for the past couple of years we have known that beth malarkey's kevin's wife and alex's mother was unhappy with the book and believed it contained inaccuracies tyndale representative told the post on more than one occasion we asked for a meeting with beth kevin and alex and their agent to discuss and correct any inaccuracies but beth would not agree to such a meeting according to his new lawsuit against the company legal action is a way of finally settling the matter uh now that he's an adult alex desires to have his name completely disassociated from the book it seeks a permanent injunction against tyndale house requiring it to do everything within reason to disassociate his name from the book 
alex is not affiliated with the book alex is not connected to the book alex wants it has no association with the book um one of the things is wow is um his i just can't imagine you're you're driving your car your son gets almost killed because of you and you spend two months being like how are we gonna come up from this like was it the medical bills that made you do something like this i mean i, I mean maybe it was just desperation i don't know but i that's a that's such a wild i just what was the thought pro- i guess his father's dead so we'll never know but right what was the thought process behind all that shit fucked up shit happens to people every day and everybody ain't out here trying to get a book deal out of out of uh something like this you know wow uh and then just the damage you do to your son's reputation and shit later on when your son is telling the truth like that didn't happen i didn't go to heaven or any of this shit that's wild um so yep we'll see him in court man um he's suing the publisher on grounds of defamation financial exploitation and publicity placing a person in false light among others so maybe there was a problem maybe he said after he he recanted um and you didn't pay him yeah that's the part that's weird did they pay the father and the father took the money or something wouldn't be surprised i, mean, I just watched roxanne roxanne i know men ain't shit so maybe that was i don't know maybe that's what happened uh a billionaire offered 25 million dollars to his high school alma mater but uh they said he wanted too much in return 25 million dollars to a high school how could you possibly turn it down karen there was some serious strings attached that is correct what do you want school named after him what's happening here so uh his name is stephen a schwartzman schwartzman uh chairman and chief operating officer of the global private equity forum blackstone group sounds like some shit from uh born identity from from strain huh, from the strain <laughs> the strain yes uh has amassed 12.2 billion dollar fortune at this point uh according to forbes magazine a friend of president trump schwarzman the son of a dry goods store owner was president of the student council at abington high he graduated in 1965 and 40 years later in 2005 he donated four hundred thousand dollars so the school's football stadium could be renamed for him okay i mean that's that that's fine mm-hmm. uh so then he said hey look i'll go ahead and give y'all 25 million more um and uh you know the the school said uh we can't we can't keep this doing doing this Mm -mm. here's what he wanted he wanted the school to receive a new name the abington schwarzman high school i I about to say you giving that much money i want that bitch named after you i'm not done the abington schwarzman high school for the avoidance of doubt what no they can't do that officials would make sure the name was displayed at a minimum at the front and above each of the six entrances he wanted parts of the campus would to be named after his brothers former high school track coach and two friends on the track team Mm -mm. i feel like this is what i would do if i was a billionaire that is roderick wing that is damien cafeteria uh swordsman's <laughs> the karen library mm-hmm. swordsman's portrait would appear prominently in the school swordsman will have input into the construction of the new campus which is set to be done in 2020 uh 2022 uh including the right to approve contractors Mm-mm. 
he will receive regular reports on the progress of a computer literacy initiative the agreement will be kept secret unless Schwarzman approved of its release Mm-mm. this nigga wanted the, this shit to look like the arkham asylum in the video game for batman you might as well go ahead and just build a private university because that's the only one you don't control it like that the agreement also referred to curriculum changes with all students receiving chromebooks and being required to take coding or computer literacy district officials said this that was planned before he even endorsed it uh the board approved the pack without community input and when residents learned that swordsman had essentially bought the name and rights to the school they pushed to get details the board waited a few weeks after approving the contract to release to the public but by then the board had rescinded the agreement and promised to vote on a new pack which most with most of the uh earlier demands stripped out the new pack see below for text gives swordsman a far reduced role and the school will no longer be named after him though the new science and technology center will be the new gym facilities will be named after his former coach and track teammates demands were dropped for contractor approval portrait hanging and regular reports on computer literacy right we can't have his buddies and pals we don't know if they're giving the best rates right and since this shit is a public school all the documents are they public public yeah that motherfucker that's some that's some that's some new shit right and the school was like we'll take it and the public was like the fuck you will what the hell is this Mm-mm-mm. uh all right let's move into some other stuff let me find my other segment music and it wouldn't surprise me if, if this was a school that not trying funny that money could have been spent at a falling apart school that probably needed more repair than the school he was giving this money to yeah but he ain't go to that school right you wanna you wanna get a better a better quality school budget start having more billionaires graduate that's what i say i guess so we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe we find different articles to make us feel fucked with and we assign point scores from zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody oh somebody said he was gonna do the uh pa announcements in the morning for the kids right lunch will be what i say i know you will be eating what i'm eating and i'm eating caviar today so that's what the hell everybody in here will be eating today mm-hmm they, they school bus is gonna be lit everybody drive to the game in limos come on <laughs> like damn this school be man this school they don't win no games but they be jamming they have the best time uh a white north carolina candidate says i'm a member of the african-american community how mm-hmm. how uh, asked about promoting diversity in north carolina candidate for the state house said it's not something he needs to talk about because he's lived it as a member of the african-american community shout out to my man randolph terrace who sent me this on facebook <laughs> he's like care right y'all vouching for him i don't know this nigga gary shipman one of three democrats hoping to challenge republican representative holly grange in a house district in new hanover county 
told the crowd at a park in wilmington on sunday that he has empowered members of the gay and black communities through his work as an attorney and official in the democratic party hey nothing wrong with that hmm, who is running mate rachel dozile like you know how you have a co-person what's happening here <laughs> i'm a member of the african-american community i've been where you are i've been in your communities mm, mm. so you've been discriminated against tell me more uh that you've been turned down for a job because of your color of your skin mm, let me know all about that that's not how any of this works hmm? <laughs> I, listen guys i too have listened to trap music i've been in your communities i too love kendrick lamar i have been in your communities setting up all the artisanal beer shops and warehouses okay i have been raising the rent i've been putting trader Joe's. who won't bobby smurder to free from jail <laughs> i i have lived it okay watch me dougie okay he just showed Continue up. my routine of just voting and rooting for all the black people. He's rooting for all the black people. Uh, moderators at the event suit up Wilmington Outreach as candidates how they hope to promote inclusion and enthuse African Americans about their campaigns. Shipman, an attorney who lives in Wilmington in a house valued at $638,000, said he was responding to remarks made by Leslie Cohen, another Democrat in the district. Um, cohen an artist said she has tried to listen and amplify the voices of african-american community you know what i like that answer listen amplify i mean when you white that's about all you really can do that's about it that's all we ask i'm not asking you to be black Mm because you can't i just like you to listen i'm not asking you to speak over me or speak for me listen and amplify hey that's what they told me these are straight from the black people lips who fucking live in the communities we're about to put these uh you know we're about to represent thank you that's a good job um she says invite me and i will come invite me to your churches and your community groups to whatever events you have and to the extent that i can use my privilege to raise you up i will do so shipman in response told the crowd people don't have to invite me in the african-american community because he's already part of it listen i'm at the popeyes already okay you don't have to invite me i'm walking up in there okay i know the potato salad is supposed to be yellow you ain't got to tell me <laughs> listen okay my car note is in my son's name he is three years old okay my african-americans i too like a good catfish do you speak do you speak jive because i do homes i have had some pig feet <laughs> he like milk on um <laughs> you like milk oh uh, what's my show uh, oh my god how am i drawing a blank they already uh canceled my show oh uh, he's come on cartoon network the cartoon show i mean com- he's come on comedy central um what them stank hoes do what is the oh, name of that show chamberlain heights chamberlain heights he is basically like milk on chamberlain heights um <laughs> uh i have given hoes the nine um so yeah uh cohen said that shipman's pro- uh comments were surprised that she declined to elaborate a third democrat in the race john bauer declined to comment now this is what the problem is y'all i guarantee without looking up any of their pictures all of them white you know it 
all them democrats white if a black democrat had been there he wouldn't have said that shit because that's ridiculous dallas woodhouse executive director of the nc republican party said the rhetoric is off-putting but Dem- but the democratic voters of the house district 20 will have to decide if he shares their values and represents that community uh reach monday shipman said he understands why some might misconstrue what he said but clarified that he's not black and never claimed to be but he doubled down on his claim that he's part of the black community adding that other members of the african-american community see him that way too oh this is that uh gary Owens. oh gary not over what is that gary owens is that gary owens bitch ass nigga god i wish i could say it <laughs> i too know how to do the electric slide listen though care okay you joking this is what he said i've eaten at many a fish fry held by my brothers and sisters aunts and uncles in that community i've celebrated birthdays births marriages graduations christmas thanksgiving july 4th etc with many members of the african-american community yes guys that's what he's basically literally saying i was invited to the cookout i mean not not a play play cookout i was at the real cookout right <laughs> i too had a dashiki and was at kwanzaa <laughs> i'm celebrating Shout out to you, D. i've celebrated many a juneteenth okay many of them like other members of my family many members of the african-american community have called me in the middle of the night when someone was sick to or to come help them or some other member of the family and i responded because they are my family shipment continued three years ago when an african-american kid who i had known since he was born had his last parent die i took him into my house for this fi- for his final year of high school helped him get ready for college and just like i would one of my own pushed him out into the world to make his own way i don't see color i see people and not because i'm running for nc house either i've talked to talk and walked the walk for many many years he don't even see color so how did he even know that shit? that kid was black he could have been raising anybody's baby he don't know you know if he can't see color uh anyway zero to a hundred hundred um i can't give him a hundred i'm sorry guys because i was the one who invited him to the cookout i don't know i you know these goddamn invitations I, it's awkward i know guys but uh, we're gonna have to revoke your invitation i'm gonna tell people if you got your stamp on it reject it i knew i wasn't going so i was mm-hmm. like why let this ticket go to waste your shit is counterfeit now you got too many invitations you can't give invitations to everybody he wanted to go so bad y'all don't understand how bad he wanted to go and i said look you got the right price i can make it happen so i'm the one that got this man and you know they're gonna be mad thinking they're gonna have a ticket for a two-piece they were like no you gonna get a (laughs) two-piece i'm sorry he overstepped his bounds okay Mm -hmm. uh i will tell him next time not to do it but uh yeah i would give this uh like i said because i invited him i can only give him a 50 nope because much of this is my fault well, i'll take 50 I of it i didn't invite him i'll so take he get 100 i'll take 50 on myself and uh 50 on 50 on him okay guys well we all that's fair don't make me play that taylor swift okay y'all need to say that it's fair no it's not fair okay then you're gonna get the swift you're gonna get swifted i'm gonna get swifted you wanna hear some more september no exactly <laughs> um <laughs> all right um let's see what else uh happens a double standard black parkland florida students speak out on black lives matter message 
being shut down by school days before the shooting mm. you don't say just one week before a mass shooting would launch their school into a national spotlight students at marjorie stoneman douglas high school put on a black history month show at parkland florida school in a last minute unrehearsed edition black student organizers wanted to address a letter that had appeared in the school's newspaper titled all lives matter the student penned letter had harsh words for black lives matter movement calling it ridiculous and good for nothing but creating mistrust between civilians and police as wlrn tv reports black students at the school had planned on rebutting the letter in the school paper but saw the show held on february 9th as another timely opportunity to speak to the importance and legitimacy of the blm movement but their message was shut down reporter natage green speaking to uh the students who had organized the response writes that a teacher had the speaker's mic cut off and asked the student to leave the stage before she could finish it the response students say highlighted a painful double standard in the way the school's black students have been treated in the wake of the february 14th shooting which has launched some of their white peers into national stage uh into the national stage as an anti-gun violence activist when we tried to talk about it it was a problem said me ling ho Xing, a junior at msd um another student uh kyra simon who watched the show said the school just didn't handle the speech in the way that i thought would be compassionate to all the minorities when asked about the incident at broward county public schools uh a broward county public schools spokesperson told wlrn via email that the black lives matter message was an unapproved presentation that was not rehearsed as part of the show due to the potential for disruption and the breach in protocol the student was asked to stop and leave the stage uh then they say msd is committed to providing learning environments that foster inclusion and respect i don't believe you y'all had an editorial in y'all thing talking about all lives matter though and ex- didn't expect nobody's student body to have a feeling about it the fuck is wrong hmm. the gap in treatment between themselves and their white peers prompted a group of black msd students to hold a press conference late last month to call attention to forms of gun violence they felt had been ignored in the national post parkland conversation police shootings neighborhood shootings and domestic violence they told reporters that several safety measures that had been implemented at the school since the shooting including an increased armed police presence had left them feeling less safe and more vulnerable to harassment and attacks from law enforcement right the students also emphasized that they supported and considered themselves one of the at one with the march for our lives movement but wanted to make sure their voices were heard as well taya amoy roberts who spoke at the march press conference told wlrn that black students around this country have been calling attention to gun violence for years Mm -hmm. the black lives matter movement has been addressing this topic since the murder of trayvon martin since 2012 yet we've never seen this kind of support for our cause and we surely do not feel that the lives or voices of minorities are as valued as our white counterparts come on zero to a hundred a hundred yeah that's a hundred i mean come on that's yeah, you act is. like these children can't see what y'all doing to them. Right. Um and that and, and that's just very telling that the school before the shooting was like, Yeah, uh Black Lives Matter, uh shut the fuck up. Then all of a sudden, um, the shooting happens. Listen, we need to let these kids speak and be mobilized and activate. It's like, mm, which kids and why and when and how active? You know? All right. Let's get into uh guess the race now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time 
that's right it's time for guess the race the official races show game thing of what we do here we uh go around the globe find new different news articles about how uh, about uh, uh about crimes and shit and then y'all guess the race and characters races and the chat room plays along and i'm so tired i'm sorry i'm tired guys it's uh, almost over my brain was just it just said no I was, I was like what are the words to this part a florida police report uh says that uh they arrested a man named captain dickhead white karen's going white uh cops responded to a 1 45 a.m disturbance at a residence in sebastian encountered an uh encountered pamela along or along who uh who apologized for arguing loudly with her boyfriend in the home's backyard when asked multiple times to identify himself the boyfriend refused and was being evasive and argumentative with uh with officers at the scene after cops hand up, handcuffed the man they uh took one more shot at extracting a name from him at which time he said his name was captain dickhead <laughs> they uh subsequently identified dickhead as joseph boring 25 he was arrested on a misdemeanor obstruction charge after eight hours in custody he was released from jail on his own recognizance he's scheduled to appear april 17th in court guess the race of joseph warren aka captain dickhead i'm going white all right captain dickhead would be an amazing comic book Ooh, uh yes it would. the chat room says dickhead colonizer richard white ha <laughs> dubra white 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 uh you can't obstruct my rights white white the correct answer is he would have been just fine sitting in starbucks white (laughs) and nobody got it wrong let me see if i can put them on screen so you guys can see what captain dickhead looks like and he kind of looks like what you think a dickhead would look like which i found interesting um let me make it bigger i don't know if y'all can see this oh yeah he's like a douche right he's I'm named captain dickhead son of a bitch i can just see him cussing definitely, the cops definitely do bro right and, and, and what's up with the hair at the bottom i don't know like a scrotum for a beard <laughs> right look like it's going to be the bottom of somebody's balls what's happening here well, you gotta you gotta fit the part karen um, okay that makes sense then mm-hmm. a maryland woman who broke into a cabin and stole six handguns was found guilty oh a maryland woman broke into her parents cabin in dolphin county and stole six handguns she was found guilty by the jury wednesday jessica summers 31 i'm sure her her parents trained her how to use guns you know so she knew about gun safety and her husband traveled two hours from westminster maryland to steal the firearms two hours well karen firearms are normally expensive they're easy to steal and they're the number one stolen thing in in america two hours my nigga the easy money she probably was on some shit she faced one kind of th- theft of firearms two of the six guns were later recovered in baltimore Mm-mm-mm. you could barely get me to go 20 30 minutes for food two hours one from the right front right pocket of a murder victim and another during an unrelated search of a drug dealer's house so they sold this shit and they probably got in the hands of some niggas in baltimore who promptly proceeded to engage in criminal activities mm-hmm. 
summers told detectives from a maryland police department that she used to buy heroin on the same street corner where one of the guns was recovered we hear a lot about cases of new or elite uh in the news of illegal guns getting into the hands of criminals and ask where are these guns coming from uh this case shows you just how easily it happens addicts stealing guns trading them for drugs on the street sadly it also shows the level of desperation involved in heroin and opiate addictions the defendant helped put six guns in the hands of criminals in order to feed her addiction it will be a miracle if any more are recovered and no one gets hurt guess the race of jessica summers white karen's going white let's check the chat room and see what y'all believe uh about jessica summers um i too am a friend of a killer mike white Aww. i hate the drugs but the drugs like me white <laughs> bonnie white came from a stable two-parent home and still a thief white Aww. i say white and white the correct answer is white. yep that was pretty white straightforward that's like season six of the wire type shit like oh and then in this season she stole the handguns and gave them the naming and now we learn how guns get on the streets um i guess so yeah and that's a picture right there looking kind of happy with herself oh okay mm-hmm. uh lucky she's not black would have been charged with accessory to murder or some shit um all right let's go to the bonus round double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race and the bonus round against the race so far karen is two for two but can she go three for three let's see all right bonus round buddy you ready yes i am uh jacksonville dental hygienist admits that he kissed a patient according to jso report oh you ever see some work so good you just want to kiss it no you ain't never finished a tps report and just want to tongue that motherfucker down can no you working in people's mouths and that germs and bacteria and saliva but sometimes you do your thing on a powerpoint presentation and you just like mm, if i could make sweet love to this powerpoint presentation i should have been my probably cleaner you know and maybe that's how he felt about the mouth he was like mm, mm-hmm. i did my thing on this mouth mm-hmm. let me just lean on over there no, th- no thank you no okay a jacksonville dental hygienist admitted to police that he kissed a patient after her cleaning like girl i did listen your shit woo, you gotta give me a kiss okay this shit looking sexy over here the way i did these teeth i just need to put my penis in them nope okay mm-hmm. Mm-mm. well just let me lick can i lick your front teeth Mm-mm. okay a little kiss nope a little something nothing can i kiss you but i also put that little suction thing in there and get freaky with it <laughs> i suck the side of your jaw in <laughs> are you trying to get all this slob at the back of your mouth <laughs> that is nothing sexy about that bullshit you know i have i was noticing when i was in there you ain't got no gag reflex 
Uh -huh. I might have to hit this. No. After her cleaning, Action News Jax first told you last month when the state put an emergency restriction on Alan Nazareno's license. New since then, Action News Jax Jenna Boren got a hold of a JSO report that tells his side of the story. A patient here at Greenberg Dental and Orthodontics on Dunn Avenue. It also explains why the officer decided not to arrest him. So it becomes her word against his. A Jacksonville woman told JSO that her dental hygienist, Alan Nazareno, kissed her without her consent behind closed doors at Greenberg Dental. When the officer asked Nazareno for his side of the story, this report says he asked the victim for permission to kiss her and that she said yes. That's unbelievable, okay? I'm shocked because, first of all, he's a family man. The officer suspended the case, writing he did not have probable cause to arrest Nazareno based on lack of witnesses, no security footage, and conflicting stories. As a former sex crimes investigator, you believe JSO didn't go far enough here? No, I don't think the officer went far enough because this, this uh, report should have been forwarded or referred to the state attorney's office and allowed them to make a decision. Action News Jack's crime and safety expert Ken Jefferson says the officer's actions could make victims reluctant to come forward in the future. Nazareno is still free to practice on female patients as long as another licensed healthcare professional is in the room. This case docket shows Nazareno's attorney filed an appeal of the emergency restriction on that dental hygienist's license. He also filed a motion to suspend that emergency restriction while he appeals. Reporting on the north side, Jenna Bourne, CBS 47, Action News, Jax. Damn, dog. What was his name again? His name is uh, Alan Nazareno. Oh, Mexican, Latino. Latinx. Okay. Mm -hmm. Big, and, and you know what? And the thing is, the way our dentist office is, A, it's no closed doors. Mm. Everything, like, every, all the areas are open area. And it's always the dentist and the uh, assistant there at all times. Like, like you might have the assistant there by themselves, but I'm in, like, an open-ass room where people walking around. You know, they mm -hmm. might not be in the room. But they can always see things in there at the same time. So our dentist never uh, tongued you down after a good cleaning? No. Oh. Huh. Mm -hmm. well, I guess it's just me. I guess so. And the, the only thing too, that tongued I, me I, down was the toothbrush he gave me. Mm -mm. I get. I let him get all up in there. The assistant too. Mm -hmm. I'm like, y'all both can get some of this. Y'all did a good job. Okay. Hey, we need to we need to celebrate. Get up all up in them gums. Mm-hmm. I'm like, look, these molars ain't gonna clean themselves. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. we have had a group effort. I, me for six months, and y'all for one day, mm -hmm. cleaning so, these mm -hmm. things and keeping them clean. Mm -hmm. So you was bumping your gums, so he thought he bump them too. Mm-hmm. Get all up in there. Okay, let's get intimate. I want you because see, if they care about my mouth, they'll keep it clean. That's the problem. Most of y'all mouths walking around here, they don't they don't care because y'all ain't giving nothing up. Mm -hmm. Okay. Don't stop being mouth crews at the dentist. You know they clean. Well, I'm not bringing gums to get gums. Mm -hmm. You got to bring gums to get gums, Karen. You know it too. I'm not doing that. Okay. Uh, the let's see. Uh, Latinx. Uh, her mouth is almost clean as my dog's. White, white, Aww. salt. What is it? Salt erase. Salt is white. Oh, uh, those gums, sexy as fuck. Latinx, white, white crest strip mac the knife white kissed her so she couldn't bark as the colonizer ass colonizer ass 
uh oh those gums and every crack mm-hmm. you know what i'm talking about rodney no nazarino i'm a roll with latino gang uh gingivitis be sexy as fuck latinx oh damn it this is as white as it gets damn i forgot to put her under first white pearly white is trash a race it is not a race but i do want y'all all to know that every last one of y'all got it wrong this is an asian man what Mm-hmm. i need a recount and from the sound of the last name i think japanese Mm-hmm. and y'all know i'm right let me zoom in you got the shoulder pick um it's not showing up oh it's coming oh he is Mm-hmm. that's an asian man oh guys. you fool me with that name nazarenos it could be japanese though nazareno mm-hmm but i know this much he was all up in that mouth he sure was welcome to what that mouth do dentistry mm-hmm. i'll be helping you today mm. mm-hmm. getting on between the crack of them teeth mm. <laughs> what the hell is happening here that's how you know <laughs> that's, what, that's what happened when you when you go into um when you go into us obviously be like all right let me put my mask on and we are about to get those teeth clean i need you to lean your head back baby what open wide and say ah wider baby (laughs) i need all the way wide i need to get all this up in there okay let me pull out this drill and get to drilling (laughs) let me put out this floss so i can floss between them teeth i'm gonna be feeling some cavities all over this motherfucker tonight (laughs) i ain't just talking about them cavities in your teeth either i'm talking everybody cavity tonight girl Mm. let me get the back of that mouth i'm talking about way in the back of that mouth girl Mm -hmm. (laughs) they gonna need to put a plaque on my wall after i get done with your plaque and your walls <laughs> i know he was like move that tongue around let me see what it do <laughs> he was looking them dead in their eyes but he was he was when he was polishing them teeth he was looking dead in their eyes like mm, girl you ever had your shit polished from the back i'm about to i'm about to wax them teeth come on wax the hell out of them mm-hmm. like, i want to slip and slide on your teeth like that water i'm gonna fix your incisors and then i'm gonna get inside you okay girl <laughs> and it don't matter if you're a man or a woman i put the bar in by cuspids okay <laughs> everybody in here gonna give me a kiss give me some sugar but don't eat no sugar because you're gonna mess up them teeth them sexy ass teeth <laughs> mm, i'm gonna give you from a rooter to the tutor canal come on <laughs> mm. 
i was looking at your teeth i noticed uh have you been eating ass lately because i have <laughs> oh god <laughs> no thank you buddy no thank you <laughs> all right oh uh, we do so ratchet this it's time to wrap up i know right as y'all can see i'm tired this is way too silly um where was my sword there we go i said there we go there we go A former blind date. Do y'all remember the TV show Blind Date? Mm-hmm. Show was old. Okay. A former blind date contestant, 38 years old now, who was caught with a samurai sword and a crossbow and cocaine is jailed for 18 months. Oh, you're doing a trifecta. Someone must have lucked out on that blind date if they uh, didn't get matched up with him. All right. A former blind date contestant was caught with a samurai sword and a crossbow and cocaine has been jailed for 18 months. Jamie Hayden, 38, from Essex, was handed the prison sentence for offensive rela- offenses related to offensive weapons. Hayden appeared on the hit dating show Blind Date in 1999. Yeah, that show was very old. Then host Scylla Black attempted to set him up with one of three women. Then age 19, Hayden picked the contestant Jody from North Wales. Oh, this must be in the UK. As his, con- as his date and the pair were flown to Greek Island Crete for a romantic getaway. On the show, he said he wanted to be a millionaire by the time he turned 30 and his ideal woman would be modelistic. Oh, he's one of those guys. So original. I see why right. it worked out. But, Ch- but Chelmsford Crown Court heard yesterday the house samurai sword, crossbow, kebab skewer, hunting knife, wooden mallet, two foot claw hammer, and a, <laughs> and a partridge in the pear tree. What the fuck is happening here? You took the words out of my mouth. Sorry, I started laughing. And what? a partridge in the pear tree. I mean, he went down a whole 12 list. <laughs> two wooden mallets, three claw hammers. I know. Four hunting knives, five shotguns, <laughs> six crossbows. Oh, anyway, he um, all this shit was seized from his Range Rover. This nigga was riding in the car with all this, y'all. We think the Walking Dead was gonna pop off? Uh, we, he was gonna be ready. This motherfucker was like, if I run into Daryl Dixon, Michonne, I got Rick Grimes, we can all weapon up and get the fucking doing this. They, 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 they won't do me like they did. The, like they did a uh, nigga. It must be like that fucking um that video game we saw the mo- the trailer for it, the uh, Survivor Sunday. It yes, was, where you jump into the Walking Dead and they help you. He must have been like, just in case they need a crossbow, I got one. I'm here. Cocaine and another samurai sword and the crossbow were later discovered at his home. You don't say. You saying cocaine was involved in this? What? I don't know if I believe that. I mean, he got 12 handcuffs. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, <laughs> 11 spikes. What's happening here? Uh, Judge Charles Grotwicky uh, said in the car, the officers discovered a two-foot claw hammer, a hunting knife, a kebab skew, and a wooden hand mallet and a crossbow. I accept that they were not there to cause harm, but they were there 
you were arrested in connection with these matters in the course of which you made clear you were looking for someone i just happened to have a car full of weapons and i was looking for a motherfucker your honor why are you putting me in jail what could i have possibly been planning maybe i was gonna sell them to him hey man you want to buy a bunch of weapons um <laughs> uh hayden had been out in his car that evening looking for his partner who was he, had, he was concerned had been taking drugs was he taking drugs or did he take your drugs and you was looking for him i think the second one um uh once police had escorted him home his partner arrived back at the house in a distressed state uh the judge continued the police and yourself returned to your home and there your partner arrived back she was erratic no doubt because of what she had heard about the vehicle and maybe because she had been taking drugs the next day in july 16th on july 16th hayden was arrested for a fray after storming into a property armed with an iron bar what and terrifying the occupants so 18 months in jail that's all that's it and you caught uh, with an awesome no word for shit and they never said how's blind date episode worked out but i assume not good i hope that uh, yeah i'm assume they didn't work out he's about to blow it in five four three two hey you want to see my sword crossbow two hunting knives a wood nunchucks and a hatchet no no and i would like to get out the car you blew it buddy <laughs> yes all right man we'll see y'all tomorrow until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.